Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I'm your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 87. How you doing, man? I'm good. I think our audience should know we just spent the last 20 minutes about trying to kill a fly in here. Yeah. Because this fly was all up in our business. It was the fastest fly I've ever seen in my life. And the noisiest. Yeah. We were ready to record, and it's like, what's that? I don't know. We checked everything. Oh, there's a fly, and, you know, the mics were picking him up. Big time. Yeah. But we was, got him. Yeah. We think. We think. We went on a hunting trip together just yeah. now. It was great. <laughs> I know. I'm wearing my safety orange. You can't see it, yeah. but yeah. We just have to use all the meat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suck it dry, man. Don't leave anything on that bone. Oh, boy. I know. I'm sorry. All right. Look at A lot to discuss today. First of all, I want to discuss Emmy nominations. Yeah. Kind of unexciting this year. Very unexciting. I mean, there's some things that I'm like, okay, cool. Severance that we love, that got nominated for Best Drama. Yeah, it should have. Better Call Saul, which, you know, I love, also up for Best Drama. Ted Lasso again in comedy. Barry in comedy. Gosh, what else? Yellow Jackets, which I watched, we haven't reviewed. Did you watch Yellow Jackets? I started. You started. Yeah. I don't want to get into Yellow Jackets. Okay. We're going to save that. You know what we're going to do? We'll do a review of Yellow Jackets when season two comes back. Okay. All right. Uh, Hacks is on there, right? Hacks is yeah. on there. Jean Smart, she's up again. A lot for the White Lotus. Yeah. Now, this is a show that I watched and you watched that we have never reviewed. It was on the list one time and we bumped it for something else. We did. I don't know why we didn't review it. I think because I was so infuriated with it at the time, I didn't want to. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know what you think about the White Lotus. Let's review it next time. You wanted or, well in the next couple of shows, yeah. Okay. Now the funny thing is it's in the limited series or anthology category. Yeah, but it's like eight but, episodes, right? Yeah. Well, no, I mean it's it was supposed to be limited series, but HBO liked it so much they got good numbers with it. Now it's a series, but yet yeah. it's nominated as an anthology or limited. Just saying. Also, uh Dope Sick that you loved. Oh yeah. Some serious nominations for that. Squid Game got a bunch of nominations, which I don't think it deserves. I think Squid Game is fine. It's just Hunger Games in Korean. I'm sorry. Just look at I enjoyed it, but I think it's getting too much hype. How much of this do you think is PR? All of it. All of it. It's, it's like, all PR. Right. Are you kidding me? There are so many great things that did not get nominated. Now, finally, Ray Seahorn, she got nominated for Better Call Saul. I'm very happy about that. But uh, here's what I wanted to mention. Sydney Sweeney. Two nominations. She got nominated for Euphoria and The White Lotus. Wow. Have we discussed Sydney Sweeney at all on here? No. Jess, I'm going to need a preemptive creepy alert. Creepy alert. Creepy alert. Thank you. All right. I kind of like Sydney Sweeney. Okay. Without, you know, getting crazy. But I want to say if you're a Sydney Sweeney enthusiast, you need to see, yeah, you need to see The Voyeurs on Amazon Prime. Have you seen this at all? Uh, is that the one where the guy owns the hotel? No, nope, okay. no, nope. couple, 
They live in this, uh, they're in Montreal. They have this uh, window view of this building. Next. It's like real oh, window. Okay, no, I haven't. You haven't seen it? Okay. Well, it's not very good. I did watch it. Some friends recommend it because they go, we know you love Sydney Sweeney. I was like, I do. I, I didn't say I love. I, I like her. Look, you got to watch this. And if you're watching and you're like, oh, man, I'm not, wait to the end. The third act, you'll get your Sydney Sweeney fix, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, I hope not. Well, yes. So if you're an enthusiast, like some of you people are out there, I know I know you're some of our listeners are Sydney Sweeney people. The Voyeurs, Amazon Prime, hell, just skip to the last 40 minutes. That's all you want. And you'll be you'll be happier than a pig in shit. <laughs> there you have it. Folks. All right. Anyway, okay. how is Curb Your Enthusiasm still on there? There's so many better comedies. Know. Well, you know what makes me upset is when we were talking about PR. I've been going back and watching uh, I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, which is from a couple of years ago now, but stuff like that would never be on this list. No. And it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I know you weren't a huge fan. I hate it. Wow. I just can't get into it. I think it's asinine. You don't like the don't ask about the tables? <sighs> I don't even, I can, don't make me remember. I remember he get, puts on the, the weird suit in the mall and he goes, I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, not that it doesn't have its moments. And I know I'm in the minority here. I know this. It just didn't work for me. Before we wrap this up, I don't really want to spend a lot of time. Outstanding television movie? Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah, I still haven't watched that. I thoroughly enjoyed that, so I'm glad that's on the list. Um, I got a lot of papers here, and I circled a bunch of stuff, but blah, blah, blah. What do you want to do? What do you want to do here? Want to review something? Yeah, let's do something we've both seen. Yes. You want to introduce it or me? I'll introduce it, and you can take it from there. Okay, cool. Now, first of all, let's preface it with this. You and I have both worked in restaurants before. Correct. Okay. Too many. Too Too, many restaurants. Yeah, one's too many. This is an FX slash Hulu show called The Bear. Correct. Now, here's the thing. It's not on FX. It's only on Hulu. Even though it's an FX show, it's not on FX. Oh, I didn't realize You can only watch it exclusively on Hulu, which is funny because I have another show later on we're going to discuss, which is on FX and Hulu. But I watch it on Hulu. It's an FX show exclusively on Hulu. Okay? Eight episodes. They run about 20 to 47 minutes. That 20-minute one was episode seven. We're going to discuss that. Already picked up for season two. Yep. I saw that. Yeah. I'm glad you read the internet. Congratulations. Thank or did you. you read my notes? What are you, peeking? I have notes right here. Oh, my God. You wrote it down. I have a whole bunch of notes. Congratulations. Now, who's in it, you might ask, Joe? Abby Elliott. Oh, no, you said ask, not answer. No, you can't. Abby Elliott. Yeah, Abby she's Elliott. In it. Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald has a cameo. So does Joel McHale and John Bernthal. But the main cast is Jeremy Allen White and then this guy that was on Girls, and I massacre his name, and I'm not even going to try and fix it. Ebon Moss Backrack? I don't know. But then we got Io Idebri. Yes. This is my favorite part of this podcast. This is, is everyone's favorite part where I massacre people's names. Now, Io Idebri, I saw do stand-up years ago. She was funny. She's primarily okay. a stand-up comedian. I would say she's the second lead on the show. You also have Lionel Boyce, Liz Cologne, Zayas, and uh, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt, always good. Whenever I see yeah. Oliver Platt show up, I'm like, oh, good. Now, real quick, if you're wondering who Ebon... Moss, ba- I'm going to go with Bach Rock. It's Evan Moss Backrack. Uh, he was in the famous scene from Girls with Allison Williams. 
Oh, that one. He was the guy in that scene. Yeah. Which, yeah, like uh, I said, he was on Girls, and I know the yeah. scene you're talking about, whatever. It was one of the worst shows ever, by the way. I despise that show. Yeah. Good thing that wasn't on when we were doing this. Oh, my God. I would have just... <laughs> every week would have been just binge girls. I hate watched that purge. show. Purge, you mean. See, I'm so messed up, dude. We're a little out of practice. I'm sorry, kids. I'm sorry. Purge. Purge, right? Thank you. You want to hit the thing? Let's hit the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was for girls. Now, uh, this show was created by Christopher Storer, S-T-O-R-E-R, and now he was working on Rami. Rami. One of your favorite Why do I always say Rami? I literally spend all week saying, don't say Rami, say Rami. And then I read it and I go, Rami, every freaking time, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry, Rami. Anyway, obviously he'd worked in a restaurant at some point, right? Everyone in this show had to have because it was pretty dead on. Yeah. Here's what I took from this show. Stress. Yeah. I don't know how you can watch this all in one uh, binge session. It was hard for me to get through at some points. Not that I didn't like it, not that I don't think it's good, but it was overwhelming at, at points. It was the Safdie Brothers movie. It was good time. It was uh, uncut gems. It was hard. It was frantic. You That's might a have... good point. It's a Safdie Brothers type of show. Yeah. And I hate them, but for some reason this worked for me. I think because I like the actors. Now, wait, do you have the quote written down, the same one that I have from Rolling Stone? No. They said, quote, this is the most stressful thing on TV right now. I agree. Look at bold face, underlined, italicized, stress. That's what I yeah. have in my notes. I wrote frantic in all caps. Oh, look at look, that. sometimes we think the same. Wow, amazing. I want to say one thing, though. Episode 8, uh, Jeremy Allen White has a monologue that's over six minutes. That's too long. Casting directors, brace yourself for every male actor between the ages of 20 and death coming in with this monologue. They can put a sign, no monologue from the bear. It's too long and you're not going to do it as good as Jeremy Allen White does. Okay? Yeah. It's the new stairway to heaven at the Guitar Center. <laughs> I wrote down, sorry, let me just interject. Yes. As far as cast goes. You'll notice I wrote down Abby Elliott and then a little smiley face. You do like Abby Elliott. So it's not as pervy as your Sydney Sweeney review, but uh, yeah, I think she's gorgeous. She's cute. She's talented. Yeah. She wasn't on SNL very long. Right. Just because you're not on SNL for a huge amount of time doesn't mean you're not talented. In fact, maybe the opposite. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you get out and uh, you do better things with your life than, you know, Rockefeller Center there. Studio 8H, Rockefeller Center. (laughs) Look it. If you want something that's going to, uh, you know, raise your blood pressure, make you question your life decisions, and give you PTSD, this is the show. Yeah. But or- it's also great. It's also so well made. Episode 7 is a wonner where they instigate the to-go orders, and yep. it just freaks out, and everybody goes nuts. A wonner for people at home means it's one shot the whole thing, like Birdman. I think there's some other shows that have tried it. It's very difficult to do. It's basically like watching a play, but uh, this was, of course. The best oneers yeah. are when you don't realize it's a oneer. Right. You're just into it. You're yeah. not really thinking about it until like, you're about halfway through and you go, hey, have they cut once here? No. I'm like, oh my God, it's one take. Yeah. Uh, the great short film, uh, Thunder Road, was uh, like that. It was only 10 minutes, but you didn't notice it was a one shot because they kind of just pushed in it. You know, same type of stuff. 
Cool. Um, that's all I have for my notes, other than the critics gave it 100% and audiences a 92%. That's pretty high. It is pretty high. I have to say, it took me a little while to get into this, though. It took yeah. me a little bit. I found the second half of the season stronger than the first. I agree. I don't know. Maybe it was the fact that I really didn't want to like get into a show like this because I was like, it just like I said, you just brings back the memories. I'm next thing you know, I'm having cheese mares. <laughs> cheese mares is what you have when you used to work at the Cheesecake Factory. Right. It's a nightmare except about working at the cake hole. Yeah. That's what we called it. I was at Applebee's at that Same time. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing, right? You still have those dreams? Uh, restaurant dreams? Yeah, yeah. actually, I do yeah. sometimes. I probably have uh, one or two a month. <laughs> and I haven't worked there in almost, let's see, well over about 12 years, yeah, I think. same. I don't have dreams about anywhere else I work. Occasionally this and that. But, I mean, consistently, just a restaurant, just a cheesecake factory. <laughs> and it's never pleasant. It's always like you have to serve 8 million people, the computers are down, and all the food is spoiled. Go. And I'm like, what am I doing here? How would I end back at this job? Yeah, and by the way, there's 9,000 things on the menu, so good luck remembering that. It's always something. Anyway, The Bear on Hulu exclusively, eight episodes, and it is a binge. I agree. Now, you have a new segment, a relatively new segment. I do. Let's hear it. It's called, Are You Still Watching? These are shows that are in their fourth season, fifth season, eighth season, whatever. Are we still watching them and what we think of them? And, of course, what's the show everyone's talking about right now in season four? Stranger Things. Things. Joe, question. Are you still watching? As of right now, no, but I did watch the second half. I watched the first half of season four all the way through. I watched the second half of season four up until either the second to last or the last. I think it was the last episode with the guitar and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't finish it. The last episode is two and a half hours. Okay, yeah. look it. They supersized every episode here. I'm on episode six. I have 17 hours left to watch. Roughly, yeah. Look it. Stranger Things, fine. You know, you're full of yourself. But aren't you thinking a little highly here? Aren't you, like, really pushing it with these supersized episodes? Because I got to tell you, it's been work to get through this. I would have finished it by now, and I'm still only halfway through. And I started a week and a half ago. Yeah. I did like the new character, the new kind of metal guy. I forgot his name. Eddie Munson. Eddie Munson. Yeah, that's right. I liked him. I like him. But here's the problem I have with this and why I didn't even bother finishing it, and I'm probably not going to. The problem I had with it is think back to episode one, what that was like. Compare it to this. This is a CGI mess. I don't think they used a single camera on that final episode. They just did it all in... um, whatever, software. Okay. I thought it just looks like an absolute mess. There's cameras flying around in a way that cameras would never move or a person would never move. It was just so, like, just smoke and flames and demons and all this stuff that, like, and it's, it's half cartoon. Think back to the first episode and how, like, organic that was and genuine. And, you know, when the, when the little girl, when, um, what's his 11. name? Eleven. No, not, th- I know, but the guy, uh, David... Hopper. Hopper, yeah. What was the actor's David name? David Harbour. David Harbour. Yeah. 
when he discovers her and then we learn later that she has power, like the very first episode. Are you talking about of the first season? First episode of the first season. I thought you were talking about the first episode of this season. No, pilot. Yes. Compare this to the pilot and tell me that this show hasn't gone off the rails. It should have probably ended last season. I thought it should have ended with season three because I didn't like it, but I am going to say this. I have been enjoying it, though. I thought it hasn't been too bad. I thought it's been better than season two and three, even though it's scattershot. There's too many storylines. You got Hopper in Russia. You got Joyce going up to Alaska. You got the kids in Hawkins. You got the kids in frickin' California. Then you take Eleven. Then you put her back in the lab. I mean, it's like, it thinks it's It's Game of Thrones. You know, it's like (laughs) it's all over the place. Yeah. I still am going to finish it because I thought it's been significantly better than the other two seasons. Not as good as season one, but I I have been enjoying it, even though I think it's way too long. Like, I wish I was done with it, but I'm like, it's going to take me another another week to finish this thing. Yeah, let's check in uh, next next episode and see how how much you like it. Okay. I'm not looking forward to that, because like you said, I like the characters. I don't so much like the mystery, the Scooby-Doo aspect of it. Oh, it's not even that. It's... I saw some movie one time. It was like not Harry Potter, but one of the spinoffs of it. And it was just like a black cloud rushing through a subway station. I'm like, what is this? It was just nonsense. And this, I think this thing goes a little bit that direction. Okay. I hear you. So we'll see. Anyway, that was Are You Still Watching? Okay, now you have a voicemail? I do have a voicemail. Now, let me say something. I've had a, a long day already. If this thing's making fun of me again, like they almost always are. I, I think you're safe. I think okay. you're safe. I can't say 100%. I listened to it twice. Nothing hit any red flags of, in terms of you being, you know, we don't want to, you know, hurt your feelings here. I know how sensitive you get now. I don't have any feelings left today. Maybe now is the time to play it. Okay. Hey, Joe and Demo, it's Derek from Australia, living in Australia in any case. Second time caller, long time listener. Just wanted to give you a recap of a couple recent recommendations and tell you what I thought. Windfall, you missed the boat, Demo. That's a nice little nugget of independent cinema. Um, Joe's right on that one. And Murderville, oh, Marshawn Lynch, who would have ever guessed? The scene with the two-way mirror that wasn't there, that was hilarious. Lastly, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Why didn't they have a better title? Why didn't they make it seem like it was more than just some kind of remake of a Chippendale show that I never watched? Because you guys were right. Great stuff. All right, boys, keep up the good work. Thank you, Derek from Australia. I needed a compliment today. I didn't think you were going to get one, but you did. Yeah. Well, he said I was right. And uh, yeah, Windfall was great. I mean, yeah. Congratulations. To be I was, fair, I, you, you didn't yeah. say it. You didn't say it was a purge. Did you? you just didn't really. I think I said it was a purge. No. I thought it was pointless. Clearly, I'm wrong. But Chip and Dale rescue Rangers, huh? Like I said, he loved yeah. it. Anybody that listened to this and watched it have gotten back to me and said how much they thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Also, Murderville. That was your recommendation. That's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Ever. No Emmy nominations, buddy. Sorry. Well. Not that it was looking for it, you know what I mean? But I agree. Look, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like I said, I thought the Marshawn Lynch was the best episode out of all of them. Yeah, that could be. Well, because his, you don't expect him. You expect Ken Jeong to be funny. Conan. Conan. But but, uh, he was good. Former Seattle Seahawk. 
former Buffalo Bill, buddy. Was he really? He was drafted by the Bills. No kidding. He got really good after he left them. So, yeah. <laughs> but they saw something in him, right? So, you know, I, I, got, I got a little spot in my heart for uh, Marshawn. All right. Um, well, thanks again, Derek, from Australia. We appreciate it. Please call and, uh, or no, I guess they don't call. What do they do? They email them to us? Email us a, a voicemail. You can uh, send it to binge or purge podcast at gmail.com. We appreciate it. We love it. And we, like we said, we will play it because we only get one every two months. Yeah. And here it is. Yeah. So thank you, Derek. That is the second one, as he said. Derek, props, buddy. Thank you. Up next, we talked about doing reviews of stand-up specials differently from now on because there's only so much you can talk about, right? On a, You can't do an eight-minute review on a stand-up special. You cannot, no. But you can do an eight-minute review on three stand-up specials. Can you? Well, I guess maybe, we're going to find out. Maybe four minutes. Uh-huh. First of all, Bill Burr. Who's always great. At Red Rocks? Live at Red Rocks. Yep. Which is in Denver, Colorado. It's a beautiful... Have you ever been there? No. I totally want to see a show there sometime. That's one of those bucket list uh, venues. You know, it's like, oh, you got to see a show at Red Rocks before you die. Yeah, I, I haven't been... I've driven by it. I've never seen anything there, but beautiful venue. This is uh, 82 minutes, which is a little longer than normal for a stand-up special, but it's classic Bill Burr. He's on fire. He's on fire, and he's you know he's angry, and a lot of the subjects he talks about are nothing new, especially for him. But this is by far his best special. I thought Paper Tiger was nah. This thing was awesome. It's a good set. He kills, and you know what's funny is the either the day before or two days before, my parents and brother and his girlfriend saw him up in Portland. And I think that was maybe his last tour date or one of his last, because two days later, out comes the special, which he obviously wouldn't do in the middle of touring. So, uh, you know, he took his hour. He's actually somewhere tonight, I'll tell you later, with like 50 people working on his new hour. And I was going to go, but uh, it's not going to happen today. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, Side note, his press photographer is someone I know. His name is Corey Angelo. Okay. And uh, he travels with Burr, and you can see him as he's walking off stage. I mean, I know what he looks like, right? So it's like, oh, there he is. I spotted him. It's, it's sort of like, you know, where's Waldo type thing. But anyway, Corey Angelo, he's a great photographer. He does a lot of comedy and rock, a lot of rock stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's a good guy. When you said You can where... follow him on Instagram at Corey Angelo. There you go. I'm plugging him, and he doesn't even know is it. Is it C-O-R-E-Y? K-H. Hold on. Let me. No, let me, come on. Wait, hold on. It's at K-O-U-R-Y-A-N-G-E-L-O. Corey Angelo. When you said, where's Waldo, it made me think of something completely different. Have you ever heard Carrot Top's where's Waldo joke? No. Okay. Do look, I want to? Look it up. Look okay. it up. I'm not going to try and do it, but it's pretty funny. It's a where's Waldo audiobook joke. Can I say something about Carrot Top? Yeah. Look it. He takes a lot of grief. Rightly so, I would assume. But if I'm in Vegas and I'm like, what do you want to do? Like, let's get wasted and go see Carrot Top. I guarantee I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, especially if you're a a nice-looking lady. (laughs) He's quite the philanderer, I hear. He's all buff, right? He's all, you know, Yeah. he's all roided out, right? (laughs) Whatever. Now, this Bill Burr thing is directed by, do you know? Uh, Mike Binder? Yep, who did the Comedy Store special that we loved so much. Yes, and I don't know how much difference it makes who directs a stand-up special. I will say this, though. There's one shot that they use 
where someone literally walks right across the frame and there's like about two seconds of black. <laughs> really? And I'm like, you couldn't cut to another angle on that? I don't remember that. I was like, what? Anyway. You know, he's a little bit controversial. I mean, not controversial, but if you're woke, you're not going to like him. I think his audience knows who he is, you know, by now. This got the perfect Bill Burr score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a 67 from the critics because they hate him. And a 93 from the audience. Exactly. So that makes perfect sense. Who's hating on Bill Burr? Critics don't like him? What's no. the problem? He's not woke enough. Oh, who cares? He... He's funny. Burr is funny, period. He's like a white Chappelle. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to have to trademark that. Anyway, this is an absolutely great special. Now, I'm doing three, so i got to get moving here. But this Bill Burr, live at Red Rocks on Netflix, I should say, a binge. Now, things take a turn. The Bob Saget finale special. Okay, now I want to stop you right there. Okay. You are aware that we reviewed this in our last episode. No, we did not. We did. We spent a whole thing. I'm already deep in the edit on this thing, dude. Wow. Wow, so you can skip that. We already reviewed it, and it was already a purge. I'm leaving this in, okay? Wow. You can skip that one. Yes, the Bob Saget tribute special sucks. What if I said it was a binge this time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, folks. Joe's yeah. losing his mind. Hey, only two comedy specials this episode. Great. Actually, there's only one. Uh, this third thing, people said, oh, Dave Chappelle has a new special. Oh, this is his commencement address or some shit? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got like, part li- of it, Literally, right? like, he has a thought at a urinal now, and Netflix puts it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I it's think like, they're trying to burn through his, uh, his contract. Yeah. He's too controversial. So it's like, look at whatever, you know. Oh, I woke up in the middle of the night. Oh, we had a camera here. Tell us about your dream, Dave. Okay, there's your special. That counts. Counts right? as one. Yep. Um, this is called What's in a Name. And it's his, I don't know if it was commenced, but it probably was, at the Duke Ellington School of the Arts which is a high school for nerds in Washington, D.C. Now, this is the place that was going to name an auditorium after him, but then he withdrew his name, correct? I was going to get to that. I'm oh, sorry. But okay. now, no, there's, the middle part isn't important. Um, it's, <laughs> it's not a stand-up special. It's a speech about art, and there's some good parts to it. He has some inspiring things to say, you know, probably 15 out of the, what, 40 minutes. It's 40 minutes? I think oh, so. Oh, my God. It was too long. And, uh, again, it's not a stand-up special, and people are calling it that, and they're like, his special wasn't that good. And it's like, it wasn't a special. It was a speech. Yeah. Now, I did kind of like that he didn't put his name on the thing. You know, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, we'll see. They're probably going to put his name on it anyway. But it was a nice gesture. It, this thing was just pointless. And here's the other thing that bothered some people. He talked quite a bit about being the greatest comedian of all time. See, this is the problem I have with Chappelle, and I know I'm, you know, oh, you can't say anything negative about Chappelle. Yes, you can. He's too full of himself. It's all about him, and I've said this before on this show. His comedy is ego now. It's not about the rest of the world. It's not about his observations. It's all about him. Oh, my plight, and I've got it so rough right now, and oh, is, aren't I great? And I'm like, no, go back to just being funny, dude. You were awesome. I'm just saying he's not that great anymore. He could be. He could be if he was talking about things that people cared about instead of himself. Just say Bill Burr, the ego special. The last eight things he's done, right? Oh, it's about me. Dave Chappelle, you mean. What did I say? You said Bill Burr. I'm sorry, kids. 
What's wrong with me, man? I don't mean Bill. I mean Chappelle. Whatever. We're okay. both losing our minds. Anyway, it's hot in here, folks. It is getting hot. Dave Chappelle, What's in a Name? Not a comedy special, but it is on Netflix. Unfortunately, it is a purge. Okay, we got, uh, what, one more thing? One more thing, and then we'll get you out of here, folks. I want to get out of here because I'm melting. Yeah. This is on FX Hulu, where you can actually watch it on FX and then on Hulu. It's not a Hulu exclusive brought to you by FX like the bear. This is seven episodes. They run from 47 to 64 minutes, so about your hour episode, typically. This is The Old Man. Yeah, my mom said we have to review this. Yes, and I'm doing this review for your mother. Thank you. So, Mrs. Taylor, here you go. It's my review of The Old Man. I know you've been waiting for it. Now, this stars Jeff Bridges, John Lithgow, Amy Brennerman, and Aaliyah Shawcat. From Arrested Development. From Arrested Development and, you know, Jeff Bridges from everything. The dude. The dude, right? John Lithgow from everything. Now, right off the bat, Bridges and Lithgow are great on this show. Not surprising. They're really top-notch. People have been giving it a lot of grief. It's only seven episodes, and people are like, oh, no, it got boring. I didn't like it. The first two episodes is basically the AARP version of John Wick. Okay. Okay. It's got a lot of action. It's, you know, Jeff Bridges up there. He's kicking ass, and you're like, wow, this is going to be great. Then it turns into a talkie. It's, it becomes like a really wordy drama. Oh. I still thought it was fantastic. This is a spy thriller. I originally thought it was like, I hear the old man, I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be no country for old men or something. Yeah. Some sort of like, you know, old man burned out on the prairie type thing. It is not that at all. I didn't want to watch that. I wanted to watch this show, which is what they gave me. Now, this is based on a book by Thomas Perry from uh, 2017. It got optioned by Warren Littlefield, and they go, we got to do something with this. Let's make it happen. So it's not like a series of books. It's just one book, and this is the show about one book. Now, I don't know how this book goes, but there's a second season coming. After the first two episodes, it was so popular, it got picked up for a second season right off the bat. And I'm going to be there for it because I thoroughly enjoyed this. Even though it's got a 95 with critics, audiences an 81. They're not as big on it as me. One of the listeners on our show, Steve, he bailed on it. He goes, nah, it, it, I like the John Wick aspect of it, and then it just became boring. Did not become boring, Steve. It became more enthralling. It's a spy thriller about a guy who's on the run, and it does a lot of flashbacks to Afghanistan in the 1980s when the Soviet Union invaded, and it deals with uh, the Mujahideen. You lost I, I lost me. with Mujahideen. I mean, it was long before that. I'm sorry. Anyway, the Mujahideen are the Afghan resistance. They who were fighting the Soviets when they invaded. The Mujahideen wow. went on to become a splinter of the Taliban. So, you know, we funded them to fight the Soviets. And then in turn, you know, in 2001, they came back to fight us. I'm getting political. I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. Anyway, I could do a whole history wow. thing about Russia and Afghanistan. I'm not. But that is the show's central focus of where it stems from is things happened back in the past. Now they're coming back to haunt the Jeff Bridges character. Amy Brenneman is this woman that he sort of kidnaps, kind of. I don't want to give any more away. He doesn't really kidnap her. She's sort of along for the ride. And uh, Aaliyah Shawcat 
is in the FBI, and she's uh, John Lithgow's protege. There's a lot going on with her character. Lots of twists and turns. However, the main twist, my girlfriend and I saw coming in, like, episode three. Doesn't matter, though, because the acting, the writing, it's good. The direction is good. It's a very entertaining show, and it came out, you know, weekly, which I like. So it was, like, Friday nights, me and the girlfriend, time for the old man. And we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was originally going to be 10 episodes, but COVID kicked in, so they had to stop. And in the middle of COVID, Jeff Bridges got cancer. So they really had to hit the brakes on it. And then after he had cancer, he got COVID. So this thing got shut down for a long time. And they were like, you know what? We can't do 10 episodes. Let's wrap it up and do seven. And that is to the betterment of the show. Seven episodes was just right. Back when they were filming it, it was called The Young Man. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's how long they had to pause it. Very there you good. go. Very good. Very good. Look at the old man on Hulu, seven episodes. Thoroughly enjoyed this. Like I said, coming back for season two, it's a spy thriller. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's a major binge. Okay. We covered a lot of ground today. Yeah. Uh, We had The Bear, which is on Hulu. We said that was a binge, although it's extremely frantic, so take a Xanax before you watch it. We uh, we were going to have three stand-up specials, but uh, Joe can't remember anything, so we just did Bill Burr live at Red Rocks on Netflix was a binge, and Dave Chappelle was not really a comedy special, also on Netflix. What's in a name? We said Purge. Finally, The Old Man. On You didn't say what it was on. I did. I said oh, it was Hulu. on FX Hulu. Oh, you did. Okay. It's on Thursday nights on FX, then the next day on Hulu. All episodes are streaming now on Hulu. You can watch the whole thing in a weekend if you feel like it. And it's an absolute binge, says Demo. I it is. I haven't seen it, so I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Hey, I'm hoping your mom enjoyed it. She did, yeah. She did. Yeah, she said it was a binge. Good. So, okay, people, please send us a voicemail. You know, you can recommend stuff to us, and we can play it on the show. You don't have to just text us. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it, probably. And uh, you can do that at bingeorpurgepodcast at gmail.com. Twitter, at bingeorpurge. Facebook, slash bingeorpurge. And Instagram, at bingeorpurgepodcast. So lots of ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, uh, we're here, still. Somehow, man, this was 87. 87. We're approaching 100. Not there yet. I think somewhere in 2024, episode (laughs) 100. But we're going to get there, God damn it. We're going to get there. I swear, if there's one thing I'm going to do in this life, it's get to 100 episodes of this. Yep. As always, I want to thank Just the Facts. You can follow Just the Facts on Instagram at the Jesse Greer. That's Jesse with a Y. So for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>